Think you've seen everything there is to see in online television? Let us surprise you. Visit voiceamerica.tv today for sports, health, business, and more on demand 24-7. The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Variety Channel. For more information about our network and to check our additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericavariety.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. Welcome to Disability Matters with your host, Joyce Bender. All comments, views, and opinions expressed on this show are solely those of the host, guest, and callers. Now the host of Disability Matters, here's Joyce Bender. Hey, welcome to the show, everyone. So wonderful to have all of you with us today. And we are going to have a fantastic show because we have two of my favorite people who are making a difference in America at different levels. We have Miss Diane DeForgadio from the Beaver Valley Intermediate Unit 27. Okay, before we go any further, I just want to tell you, this woman is unbelievable. She is awesome. She really is out there trying to make a way for students with disabilities. She is a fireball. That would be the word I use, fireball. And Nate Bowden, who is a high school student at Hopewell, I'm telling you from when I met this young man, just a few words, and he's off like a rocket. I mean, he's like a little civil rights leader of his own right now for young people. So you're in for a treat having both of them on. Diane and Nate, welcome to the show. Thank you. It's a pleasure to be with you. Thank you for having me. Oh, it's a pleasure to have both of you. So, Diane, I'm going to start with you. Okay. Why, why did you get involved working with high school students with disabilities? How did that happen? Well, um, my initial interaction with students with disabilities in a professional environment occurred when I was an undergraduate at Duquesne University. Um, as an education major with two declared majors, elementary ed and special ed, I was required as part of the teacher preparation program at Duquesne University to do two practicums, uh, teaching in a regular ed room and teaching in a special ed classroom. I need to tell you, um, at the end of, of my special ed experience, I knew that I had found my career, my passion, what I needed to do in life. So eager to learn more about how to effectively educate students with disabilities, I completed a master's degree in special education at Duquesne University. From that point on, I have devoted my life's work to empowering students with disabilities to lead a happy, productive life as an adult. And that's how it all got started, Joyce. Well, we are really lucky that it got started because you really have become a force to be reckoned with, and, and, and I mean it. We're lucky to have you. Um, she is making a difference. She is making a difference with Disability Mentoring Day, with so many things. And, Diane, before we talk about uh, bullying and our campaign against bullying, I sadly, very sadly, oh. am dedicating this show to a young man um, who I love so much um, and how I met him originally two years ago as I met his mother. I was speaking in Connecticut at an epilepsy affiliate and I was talking about bullying, and she raised her hand and said, yes, my son attempted suicide when he was 19. Mm -hmm. And, Diane, I think you'll remember the story because I've told it so many times that um, he had epilepsy and a psychiatric disability. Mm -hmm. And when he had a seizure, these kids made fun of him and hit him and said, have another seizure. Yeah. And um, I... I befriended him, and Sam and I became friends, and he had so many issues to deal with having both epilepsy and a psychiatric disability, but, you know, I really thought he had turned the corner, and sadly, just a couple of days ago, uh, he did take his life, oh. and 
I have no words to tell you how devastated everyone has been over this. That's so and for that reason, Diane, That's so we, we at the Bender Lead On team are creating um, a Sam Miller Award, mm-hmm. which what we're going to do is we are going to give that award out uh, to a young person with a disability who has truly made a difference um, and we are going to do this every year to honor Sam and his spirit. Um, he had a shirt made that he wore to the National Walk in D.C. where he had it made that it said, Lead On. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, what can I say? It's terrible. It's just horrendous. And unfortunately, Joyce, um, it's happening all throughout the country those same kinds of stories are surfacing and young people are taking their life. And what we're finding is they're taking their life not because they're being bullied, but that bullying leads to depression. And if we don't deal with that depression and we allow these kids to become saturated 24-7 with... with, um, the social networking and the Facebook and uh, Twittering and texting and cell phones, all those things that bullies are using so that these kids can never escape, uh, they become overwhelmed and and they take their life because there's depression. They see no way out. But I can say with your help, with other um, people in the community, with Nate's help, with our Bender Lead on anti-bullying teams that every high school in Beaver County now has, we're beginning to address that. Schools are becoming more active and proactive, and they're identifying kids, and kids are self-identifying that they're being bullied. And through numerous um, strategies such as uh, bullying boxes, whether they're in the school's uh, physically in the schools or on school districts' websites, um, anonymous referrals can be made by students who see bullying taking place or by those people who are being bullied, and it's being dealt with. But we have to reach these kids because the impact of 24-7 nonstop being bullied is overwhelming. It's just overwhelming, and I think... Nate is is really doing a wonderful thing with his Facebook page, and I hope with your Facebook page that we can start making a, a huger impact by helping these kids 24-7 to deal with what's going on. Yes, and if you are a young person with a disability listening to the show right now or the parent of a child with a disability who is being bullied in a relentless fashion, Bender Lead on Team. Bender Lead on Team is on Facebook, and it is comprised of high school and college students and some adults who are getting together to stand up against bullying. And if someone is bullied, they come on the site and say, this is what I'm going through. And all of a sudden, all of these young people come out from everywhere saying, hey, I'm your friend, don't worry about it. I mean, it is phenomenal how that that is working. But, Diane, you would agree, then, that this bullying has become pretty much widespread throughout the schools? Oh, my goodness. Oh, absolutely. I mean, Pennsylvania is the fourth worst state in the country for bullying. Research has found that 15 to 20 percent of all students are victimized by bullies at some point in their school career. That's unbelievable. And that, those figures probably are no longer sufficient as we learn more about uh, the bullying that's taking place through these different strategies that we have um, have been using. Also, that almost one in three children nationwide is involved in bullying, either as a bully or a victim. That's one in three? Wow. And about 10% of students are afraid during much of the school day. They don't see school as a safe place anymore and that about 160,000 children miss school every day in the United States for fear of being bullied. Those are, those are devastating statistics, and we need to, with the help of students, because we cannot do this alone. We have found in Beaver County, with our Bender Lead on anti-bullying teams, 
that students are being trained as peer support in their schools to help these victims of, of bullying and to also help the students who are doing the bullying because they have to understand why they're doing it. So we're, tr- we're making an impact. Um, kids are standing up. They're saying, stop it now, no more bullying. And as long as we have leaders who step forward like Nate, I think we will make some dent in what's taking place in this country. Yeah, I agree. And that lead-on, just so you know, lead-on came from my dear friend Yoshiko Dart, who we all know, her husband who passed away, Justin Dart, who is so well-known in the United States as the general of the Americans with Disabilities Act, always on stage in his wheelchair with, you know, the past presidents. Uh, And what would he say? Lead on, lead on. And, folks, let me tell you, that's what our young people are doing. They are standing up. They are making a difference in this country. And you're going to hear more about that when we come back from break right now. You are listening to Joyce Bender, America's Voice on Disability Matters at voiceamerica.com. Don't go away. We'll be back with Nate Bowden in just a minute. Ask the experts. Call toll-free right now, 1-866-472-5787. Hello? And ask our all-star team to answer your questions. That's 1-866-472-5787. Thank you for calling. VoiceAmerica.com. There's a course offered on 7th Wave Network that you never saw offered in college. One that provides information on how to transform ancient wisdom teachings into everyday life. You'll learn how to create from your spirit and explore the world with all of your senses. Participation is encouraged. Enroll in Spirituality 101, the course you can't afford to miss with your host, Reverend Norma. Class is in session every Friday at 3 p.m. Eastern Time, 12 noon Pacific Time in your favorite classroom, 7th Wave Network. Comes down to ladies is that defining line between been there, done that, and ain't going back, baby. Yeah, I've heard them call you yuppies and baby boomers, maybe even dolls, babes, darlings, sugar, and sweetheart. But I say that women are truly amazing. Join Dr. Marlene for Amazing Women, Brains, Beauty, and Style every Wednesday afternoon at 2 Pacific, right here on the Voice America Variety Channel. Hi, I'm Greg Grunberg from the TV show Heroes. One of my personal heroes is my son, who, like more than 3 million Americans, has epilepsy. When someone with epilepsy is having a seizure, their brain is temporarily producing more electricity than their body can handle. They can shake or stare or fall down. They can also even briefly lose consciousness. If you see someone having a seizure, please make sure they're comfortable and safe. And within a few minutes or less, the electrical overload will stop and they will be okay. To learn more, visit epilepsyfoundation.org. Thank you. The Internet's number one talk station. Number one talk station. VoiceAmerica.com If you have a question or comment, call in toll-free at 1-866-472-5788. Now please welcome back the host of Disability Matters, here's Joy Spender. Hey, welcome back to the show, and I want to remind everyone, this show is being dedicated to my young friend, Sam Miller, who we lost a few days ago, um, and uh, but I know his spirit is living on, and here's an example, our next guest. Our next guest, Nate Bowden, is just phenomenal. He, he really is. He impressed me from when I first met him, and he is making a difference for high school students with disabilities. Uh, Nate, maybe we could start by you telling our listeners about your own personal experiences with bullying well it all started in kindergarten where i mean you're you're starting school and you're all excited about it but then quickly sometimes for kids you start to realize that not everyone's good and that there is evil in the world and i mean it's really bad when it happens that fast in kindergarten where you really learn that people aren't always going to like you at first and they're going to go after you and there's one instance where um 
kids dug their fingernails into my skin and just would twist and like I had scars on my arm and then like as school went on you're always hopeful to um just just get better and make more friends and just be that popular person you always dreamt of being and I mean it never really happened in elementary school for me because I'd have kids punch me kick me push me in the playground and then for junior high at Hopewell you go to a separate building with all the other elementary schools so then there's new hope for me because you're going into a new school all the demons that were in the old school are now gone because you're moving on to a different school where nothing's really going to remind you of it and you're going to have all those new kids to meet but nothing really got better for me and by seventh grade I was on the soccer team I was in all honors classes I was doing really well for myself but I still had those kids who were doubting me and telling me I would, I would never amount to anything or I, I sucked at soccer, maybe I should just kill myself because I can't do anything right. I was punched, I was kicked, I was stabbed in the chest with a lead pencil once, I was also stabbed in the leg once with a lead pencil. So junior high and elementary school were both times where it was just all you could do was hope for it to get better and just hope for someone to stick up for you or just some help from a teacher or administrator. And then when high school came around, it's that other, like, high school, you're the big person now. You're, you're finally making the decisions on your own. You're in, you're in control of your life. You're starting to get ready for college. And freshman year, things got a little better at first. Soccer was still rough for me, and I was going to quit. But I t one day, before two-a-days for me, I went to the coach and I explained what was going on. And he, he said, look, you're giving up a varsity spot on the team if you quit right now. And he's like, just give us some time and think. So he gave me the next couple of days off for two days. And I guess when I was gone, he talked to the team and said, if anyone gives anyone else crap, that they will run until they puke and then they're going to hate him for another reason besides being a tough coach. So after that, I knew I had the co like I knew I had the coach on my side, and that he was going to be there to like help me along and protect me and get me through the season. So that was really nice that I knew somebody had my back. And then after that, school was okay for me, and I still I mean I still had some incidents where they weren't as severe, but I was still called gay. I was punched, kicked, pushed, just things of that nature. And then when it came to the Bender lead-on team, my counselor came to me, and like she and I were really close. And she's like, we have this thing now that's called the Bender lead-on team, and they asked me to be a part of it, which was amazing because, like, yeah, I had a lot of, like, I had a lot of accomplishments on the field with soccer and that, but finally I was going to make a difference in something that I really cared about and I actually went through and I knew, like, I need, like I always knew I wanted to make a difference and it was just at the point where it was just I couldn't do it when things were happening to me so I promised myself that I'd make it through it and then make a difference and make sure no one else has to go through what I did so finally that opportunity came and I remember just listening to all the stories in the room the first day I finally realized what had to be done and that's how my Facebook page came about and it was one of those things where I was just thinking, oh, it's going to be a small-scale thing. It's not going to be worldwide. But it ends up now I have people from Australia, England, Scotland. I have people all over the place on there, and they're t telling their stories. And it's just one of those things where one little thing really shows how much, like, how much one person can do. The one thought of a Facebook page changed the lives of a lot of people from what I've been told. And it's just one of those things where we need more people to realize that you're not going to have everyone step up and say, I'm going to make that change. Sometimes you have to rely on yourself to just step up and say, you know, it's, it's time to do something about it, and I'm going to be the one who starts it. So, I mean, it was one of those things where I just thought it was, oh, it's just my small way of changing things, nothing really big is going to get, come out of it. But I was in the Beaver County Times around August. 
I was interviewed by KDK Radio. I've been on your show once before. I've spoken at North Allegheny High School. I was at the Peel Center recently for a, um, for a thing where I was on a panel with a student who had Asperger's, a student who um, had autism, and then there's another um, there's a friend who had Down syndrome, and then there's another friend who didn't have a disability, but they talked about how their friendship really brought them together and how like how it's one of these things where even if someone does have a disability, it doesn't mean that you're not the same in some ways. So, I mean, it was really cool to get to hear their stories and really hear about what other people are doing to make a difference. Nate, you are just unbelievably awesome. Tell everyone what grade you're in. I'm a sophomore at Hopewell. Do you hear, did you all hear that? This young man's a sophomore. Look what he's doing. And, and look how articulate he is. That's why we knew he's going to be running for office someday. Absolutely. Nate, I'm going to be your PR person. <laughs> I mean, good. he is absolutely Diane. How yeah. did we get him? You know what? He he has just taken us all by his power and empowering other people. I know that there are students here in his own county who are on his Facebook, who rely on him day in and day out for that courage to continue on. And, Nate, I mean, I don't know where you get the energy and the stamina, but I'm going to tell you, it will it will bring you a wealth of, of satisfaction and, and knowing that you're helping other kids, and maybe sometimes not just kids because it just doesn't happen to students. It happens to adults, too. But to help them to see that they're not alone, that you're there, you've been through it, you're giving them advice that helps them. And coming from a peer, Joyce, it means so much. I mean, as adults, we can be there and we can support. But coming from their peers, their own age group, who have been through it, it it really shows those students who are experiencing this horrible thing called bullying and cyberbullying that there is hope if they just continue on their own path. That's right. And, Diane, do you just want to talk for a second about that cyberbullying? Oh, the cyberbullying, it's just devastating. And I'm, I'm sure that um, uh, Nate has, has experienced some of it and has some experience with it. But cyberbullying, the thing that I'm told, and, Nate, maybe you can lend credence to this, because we always say the word is on the street, so to speak, that if a student is being uh, bullied through cyberbullying, their parents need to tell them, uh, you know, don't look at it, don't answer it, block it out. But I'm being told, and Nate, maybe you can validate this for me, that students, young people want to know what's being said about them. So they go on and listen and look. Is that correct, Nate? That that, I mean, it's teenage nature to be that, like, what is that, what's everyone's opinion of right. me? So a lot of times, even if your parents or teachers or someone you can look up to and trust, mm-hmm. say not to look at it, to block it, you're still going to do it because it's just your nature to want to know what people are saying about you. Right, right. And so um, some of the things that, tips that we can give to parents and students who are being bullied through the cyber experience is don't erase messages or pictures. You need to save these as evidence because down the road, if it doesn't cease and desist, that there are some actions that you can take. You're going to try to identify the individual doing the cyberbullying. And if the cyberbullying is criminal, then you need to contact the police and ask them to do the tracking. Because most of the the sites uh, through Facebook, social uh, networking, and so forth, they have rules and regulations about this, and and they can monitor and help you monitor that and help you present a case that um, may stop it. Uh, Because sending inappropriate language may uh, violate the terms and conditions of those email services and Internet providers. 
so you need to contact them and file a complaint also. Yeah, that's right. And just so you know, we're talking about Facebook, Twitter, Formspring, right. uh, texting, mm-hmm. you know, on the uh, phone, really any form, MySpace, any form of social uh, media. And, and <clears throat> we're talking about, you know, people uh, sending a message, AOL, aiming people, saying things like, why don't you die? You're so ugly. You would help the world if you're not here. I just saw a message like this mm-hmm. that had been sent to someone. Here's the problem. If you hear this from when you're in elementary school, as Nate told you that story about kindergarten and elementary school, but if you hear this all the time for years, hey, it is going to do something. Right. And as Diane correctly said, the leading cause of suicide in young people is depression. So if you live a life nonstop of this, you know, it's going to be linked together. And, Diane, I even know of pages that were put out there that say things such as, I hate Olivia. I mean, that's a page. Mm-hmm. A page. People can make a page oh, about exactly. you. And I want to say this, and I'll say this many times, don't keep it a secret. No. Don't keep it a secret. You see, there are people on here like Nate Bowden that has your back, and you can go on there on the Bender Lead On team and say, hey, Nate, this is what's happening to me. Don't keep it a secret. Never keep it a secret. Am I right, Diane? Absolutely. Don't be afraid to let someone know, whether it's your parents, someone at school, um, a teacher, an administrator. You need to communicate with, with people what's going on. Even if it's cyberbullying, you need to let your administrators and teachers and parents know that that's taking place because they can help you through that. Because as Joyce said, bully side is because of depression. If all you hear 24-7 is how terrible you are, how ugly you are, how we wish you were dead, you begin to believe it. And I just recently had a case in the school district with a young man that that happened to so much so that he walked out of school and walked down the middle of the street hoping that he would be hit and killed by a car. So it does affect you. You don't think it does, but it does. And think about it, folks. Do you know what pain people go through to get to that point? And we're going to do something about it. We are going to do something about it. And you can see with young people like Nate Bowden that we have a national leader is going to help us make a difference. If you just joined the show and you have a young person you know of who is being bullied at school or wherever it is, you make sure you tell them about this show that is archived on voiceamerica.com and benderconsult.com. They can go back and listen to the show. Do something. Don't sit back. It may be someone's life. This is Joyce Bender, America's Voice, at voiceamerica.com. Don't go away. We'll be right back with Diane DeFore Gaudio and Nate Bowden. News, opinion, your voice counts. Call toll-free 1-866-472-5787, 1-866-472-5787, voiceamerica.com. What it comes down to, ladies, is that defining line between been there, done that, and ain't going back, baby. Yeah, I've heard them call you yuppies and baby boomers, maybe even dolls, babes, darlings, sugar, and sweetheart. But I say that women are truly amazing. Join Dr. Marlene for Amazing Women, Brains, Beauty, and Style, every Wednesday afternoon at 2 Pacific, right here on the Voice America Variety Channel. 
Frankly Speaking About Cancer is a program designed to empower survivors and their caregivers to deal with the social and emotional challenges of cancer. Drawing on resources from wellness communities throughout America and abroad, the show will invite physicians, researchers, nurses, social workers, patients, and caregivers to share their advice on how to live a better life with cancer. Join host Kim Tibaldo, President and CEO of the Wellness Community, Tuesday afternoons at 1 p.m. Pacific Time and 4 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Health and Wellness Network. Hi, I'm Greg Grunberg from the TV show Heroes. One of my personal heroes is my son, who, like more than 3 million Americans, has epilepsy. When someone with epilepsy is having a seizure, their brain is temporarily producing more electricity than their body can handle. They can shake or stare or fall down. They can also even briefly lose consciousness. If you see someone having a seizure, please make sure they're comfortable and safe. And within a few minutes or less, the electrical overload will stop and they will be okay. To learn more, visit epilepsyfoundation.org. Thank you. The Internet's number one talk station. Number one talk station. VoiceAmerica.com If you have a question or comment, call in toll-free at 1-866-472-5788. Now please welcome back the host of Disability Matters, here's Joy Spender. Hey, welcome back to the show. If you just joined us, we have Miss Diane DeForgadio from the Beaver Valley Intermediate Unit and Nate Bowden, a sophomore at Hopewell High School. Um, Nate and Diane, and we're going to start with you, Nate. I wanted to hear your thoughts, Nate, on bully side. What do you think about this? What do you think about what's happening? I, I personally think it's gotten out of hand because a lot of times you won't hear of all the cases that there are. Like You'll hear about certain cases. But there's still other cases that are all around the country, not only the U.S., but, like, it's, it's a worldwide problem now. And I think it's gotten to the point where schools really have to step up and say, yeah, we have a problem, and we need to make sure we take all the necessary steps to fix it. Because you're not going to get anything done if you keep saying, oh, we have the same problem every other school district in the nation has. If you, as a school, wouldn't you want to be better than all the other ones, wouldn't you want to stand out? So we really need to take a look at our education system and really see if we're providing the safe education environment that we are promising to the kids. Because I know if you're bullied, you're not going to feel safe. So we really need to take a step back and think about what we can do to make the students feel safe. And really, no one wants to go to school if you're being bullied. So we have to make sure that we end the bullying and get the students in school. Well, hey, Nate, we have a question for you from Facebook from a Bernard in New York. And the question is, uh, Nate, wow, you're really cool. This is great what you're doing. Uh, If you're bullied all the time nonstop and it is so humiliating, I have no idea what has given you the courage to do what you're doing, but maybe you can help me by telling me that answer. Why do you have so much courage? I mean, I think it more comes from, like, all the activities I've done. And, like, I play football. I played soccer for so many years. I'm in the high school band. I'm a part of student council. And, I mean, those activities really taught me how to have energy and how to really use it for not only yourself but for like team purposes as football taught me in soccer and it's really like I went through a lot in my life and it really brought me down but having the support of teams having the support of my parents having the support of teachers and administrators it really that all gave me the courage and also I was able to talk about it to people, which is my biggest thing. Any time I'm asked a question about how can I get it to stop or what should I do if I'm being bullied, I always say talk about it because no one can read your mind and no one's going to know what's going on unless you talk to them about it and tell them, hey, look, this is, what go- this is what's going on. And a lot of times just a simple talk with your parents or someone you can trust will help build courage because you know you have people be- behind you when you're going to try to make a difference in what's going on. So a lot of the courage I got was from the support of family and friends 
and plus I kept myself busy because then I was able to kind of meet a lot of people in diff- who had different interests. So that really taught me that, yeah, although I'm going through these rough times with other kids, there are still some kids who want to be my friend and who like me for who I am and who won't try to get me to change in any way. So a lot of the courage is just just get, like talking to people about it and knowing that a lot of times what they say isn't necessarily true. And they normally pick on people who are different. And a lot of people in high school and when you're in school, everyone tries to blend in and be the same because no one wants to be that person who's different. But once you get into the real world, you start to realize that when you're working, you want to stand out and you want to get that raise or you want to get that promotion. So you're going to do whatever it takes to show how different you are from everyone in that good way. So a lot of it's just realizing that, yeah, they're going to say things, but a lot of them aren't necessarily true. Right. Yeah, that is right. And I'll tell you what, Nate, as I said, and that is great advice on how to gain courage. That is great advice, Bernard. Listen to those words because that is the way you do it. Uh, Diane. Yes. How about you? Why, why do you think this is happening, bully side? And do you think sometimes parents and teachers don't even see it coming? I, I don't think that they are really educated to see and notice those signs that something is going on. And I, I agree with Nate 100% in what he has said. Teachers and parents think that it's just a thing that teens are going through, that they like to be by themselves, that they don't like to be part of this. And so they dismiss it, and they're not attuned to it, and they don't ask questions. And sometimes when they ask questions, it's in a negative manner. And, of course, uh, students aren't going to tell you the whole of what's going on with them, the whole truth, if they're afraid of what you're going to do. So you have to build trust and and support and show them through your actions and your questions, not being probing or invasive, but asking them about what's going on. Talk about bullying. Talk about things that uh, uh, you need to do if you see other kids being bullied or if you're being bullied. You need to talk about it. You need to know yourself. The most important things that we as adults um, can give students to help them to become empowered, to know their selves, to know who they are, stand by their principles and their positive values and morals and beliefs. And also, as Nate said, to begin to associate and find activities and friends, not only just in school but outside of school, that will validate who you are. And your parents and teachers can help you do that if you would just allow them. But unfortunately, again, sometimes all these things are overlooked as that's just part of growing up, and it isn't just part of growing up. Oh, yeah, I hate when people say that. Mm-hmm. Right, rite of passage. Uh-huh. It's a rite of passage. No, it isn't. No. You know, this isn't like when you're thinking of the old movies where there's this thug, this little kid, and he's just pushing people around. This is life-threatening. Exactly. This exactly. is brutal. This is brutal. And Diane will tell you at our Bender Leadership Academy, which is a little program that I run, and we do it in conjunction with Bear and Lanxus and, um, and in Delaware with CSC, how much of that class raises their hand, Diane, when I ask who's been bullied? Oh, I, I would say just about every hand goes up. And Absolutely. the stories they end up telling are unbelievable. Yes. Because I have kids they spit in their hair. I have kids that they do cyberbullying. I have kids that they hit. Um, but many of them, they have a huge program just to bully them. Right. You know, leaving things in their locker, uh, leaving things at their house, leaving things everywhere, on the bus, in the restroom. I mean, it's like it doesn't stop. And that's why we have to do something about it. Or you will hear, as already we have been, about more young people committing bully side and taking their life. And, Nate, you've done a lot to fight this. Tell them again about your Facebook page. Well, my Facebook page is called Raise Awareness of Bullyside, 
And what my hope was when I did, when I made it, was just to show that there are people there to support you and it doesn't have to get that bad. Because I know when I was going through, when I was bullied, I never once thought about suicide. But looking back, I realized how, like, how I could have slipped into that thought. Like, how close of a gap, it, like, how close it is between being in that, like, mindset where, oh, I'm not going to do it, to where you think about it for a split second and it actually does happen. So I always felt that I was lucky to where I didn't think about that necessarily because I had the support of my parents, and my parents always would ask me questions, and they knew what was going on. So they always had, like, I always knew I had their support. So that really helped. So I just wanted to show that I was there supporting other kids, and not even kids, but adults who may commit suicide due to depression because of bullying that may have happened a couple years before or that may be happening in the workplace. So that was my goal. And it was also just one of these things where, it was around the um, time of the Phoebe Prince bully side. Yes, yeah. So that was just fresh in my mind, and I I knew that that's something that's happening. And although I never thought about suicide, I knew how many other kids had. So that was my main goal in just showing it doesn't have to go that far. That's right. And you know if you're listening to this show today, President Obama and the First Lady several months ago had a conference in Washington, D.C., taking a stand against bullying. And one of the groups is a group working with high school students with disabilities who are more bullied than any other group. And because of that, we had uh, Connor Dor- Doran, who was on America's Got Talent, who has epilepsy. I had him at the National Walk, and he spoke. Uh, we have Lauren Potter from Glee, and she spoke. And let me tell you, it doesn't matter if you're famous, wealthy, doesn't matter. When you are nonstop bullied, it can lead to bully side because it leads to depression, which does lead to bully side. So, you know, this is this is very pervasive, and we as adults have to take a stand. Look at this. We have a 10th grader taking a stand, although we need all to take a stand together to stop this and to make a difference in their lives. And I believe with these two people on the phone, we can make an enormous dent in this problem. Hey, if you just joined us, I'm talking to Nate Bowden, who is a sophomore at Hopewell High School, and Diane DeForgadio from the Beaver Valley Intermediate Unit. This is Joyce Bender, America's Voice. We're not putting up with it anymore when it comes to bullying. At voiceamerica.com. We'll be right back to close the show. Ask the experts. Call toll-free right now, 1-866-472-5787. Hello? And ask our all-star team to answer your question. That's 1-866-472-5787. Thank you for calling. VoiceAmerica.com. Hi, I'm Greg Grunberg from the TV show Heroes. One of my personal heroes is my son, who, like more than 3 million Americans, has epilepsy. When someone with epilepsy is having a seizure, their brain is temporarily producing more electricity than their body can handle. They can shake or stare or fall down. They can also even briefly lose consciousness. If you see someone having a seizure, please make sure they're comfortable and safe. And within a few minutes or less, the electrical overload will stop and they will be okay. To learn more, visit epilepsyfoundation.org. Thank you. Can you imagine a technology that takes human consciousness to the next level? One that reveals a new understanding of what is valuable and possible in the abundant support of life? The truth is, we already have that technology. We simply need to awaken to it and become the value it creates. For more about this, please tune in to Awakening Value, Shamanic Technologies of Consciousness and Success with host Marty Spiegelman. Awakening Value is live every Thursday at noon Pacific Time, 3 p.m. Eastern on the Voice America Business Channel. 
Frankly Speaking About Cancer is a program designed to empower survivors and their caregivers to deal with the social and emotional challenges of cancer. Drawing on resources from wellness communities throughout America and abroad, the show will invite physicians, researchers, nurses, social workers, patients, and caregivers to share their advice on how to live a better life with cancer. Join host Kim Tibaldo, President and CEO of the Wellness Community, Tuesday afternoons at 1 p.m. Pacific Time and 4 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Health and Wellness Network. Stimulating talk gets those synapses in your brain inspired really fast. All the time. The number one Internet talk station where your opinion counts. VoiceAmerica.com. If you have a question or comment, call in toll-free at 1-866-472-5788. Now please welcome back the host of Disability Matters, here's Joy Spender. And welcome back. Oh, my goodness. We've had such a great show today with Diane DeForgadio and Nate Bowden taking a stand against bullying and bully side. And that just fires me up. You know, this show went so fast, I have to skip down on a couple things here. And then if I can go back, I will. Um, but, Nate, I have to ask you a question. Who, who is your role model? Because, obviously, someone or some people inspired you. I mean, that's always a tough one for me to answer because I've always looked up to Martin Luther King Jr., Gandhi, and then also my parents because they've always taught me that you can take a stand without using violence and that you can make a difference in the world by stepping up and saying that you're going to be the one who makes a difference and you put yourself out there and just hope that people follow you. And in the case of Martin Luther King Jr. and Gandhi, those both came true. And you look at the differences they made in the world, I, I've always hoped to leave some, di- like, some mark in the world. Not, like, I know it probably won't be as close to what they did, but hopefully just some mark in the world to where people will remember that I made a difference. And with my parents, my mom was a social worker, so she always taught me that things may be bad, but it's always it could always be worse. And she always taught me to accept people, other people for who they are, and that, yeah, they're going to be different, but you're different from everyone else, so there's no reason to discriminate against them or hate them for any reason that you can't even explain to yourself. Well... She did a great job, and wow, you have great people you look up to. One of them is one of my favorites, Martin Luther King Jr., and as a matter of fact, when you walk in my office, I have a big poster up on the wall with his life and many things that happened, and of course, Gandhi, you know, changed the world, so uh, those are great role models, and so is your mother, because she obviously instilled all of this in you. Fantastic. And, Diane, you, you have just accomplished so much in your life that I don't even know how you're going to answer this, but I have asked this question to all of my guests over the past eight years, and that is, in your life, what would you say has been your greatest accomplishment? You know what, Joyce? Um, I have been so fortunate throughout my career to be able to interact with students and parents, administrators, teachers, people in the community, leaders in the community such as yourself, who have allowed me every day to help a student achieve a goal, whether it be an academic, career, personal, or social goal. Those are great achievements and accomplishments to me. So I'm so fortunate that every day, or almost every day, I have a great accomplishment in that I've helped with others in collaboration with me, have helped a student become successful and achieve something in his or her life. Wow. Well, that is you. That (laughs) is you. Let me tell you what. You have done, and you still are. You still are, Diane. You still are. How about you, Nate? What would you say is your greatest accomplishment? I mean, a lot of people may say that, like, this year for football was one of my greatest accomplishments because I won a Whitfield championship game with a field goal, and I stepped in towards the beginning of the season as a sophomore and was able to make crucial kicks throughout the year. 
and also a lot of people say that my academic accomplishments are some of my greatest, but in my opinion, I always believed that the Facebook page I created was my greatest achievement because it was something I was passionate about, and I put myself out there knowing that I could potentially get bullied for it because I'm taking a stand for other people who are being bullied, and the bullies may target me. But, I mean, it was one of those things where I just knew I had to do it, and I always promised myself that I was going to make a difference when everything settles down for me. So, And just being able to talk to everyone who I've met like over it, I was able to meet people all the places I've spoken at. So it's just one of those things where, yeah, you'll have the academic and the athletic accomplishments throughout your life, but if you set a record in football, that could be taken away from you years down the road. But if you make a difference in the world, that will never be taken away from you. So I always think of that as my greatest accomplishment. Wow. Well, once again, you can see what a great young man we have on this show today. Both of you. I want to tell you, I want to thank both of you for what you're doing because you are making a difference. In my opinion, you are saving lives. That's my opinion. And, and Diane, I mean it. I am behind you 100%, and you also, Nate, because I know what you're doing for high school students with disabilities. I, what greater thing can you do than save a life? Right, Diane? Absolutely, and thank you, Joyce, for your support and, and helping us to achieve those kinds of uh, goals and impact students to stand up and be who they are. Well, and I always will. We are on a crusade to make a difference, and we're going to do it. Bender, lead on, team. Lead on no matter what. Lead on. And, Nate, don't you ever let anyone take this great gift away from you that you have because you will. Who knows who you will be someday. For all I know, you'll be the President of the United States. But I know one thing. I know that you're going to make an impact in America for young people living with disabilities. You are the best of the best. Absolutely. Thank you. Thank both of you for being on the show today. Remember, tell everyone you know to go back and listen to this show. If you know someone who has a child who's being bullied, uh, if you know other people being bullied, if you're an administrator and you want to use this at your school, feel free to do so. You can go to voiceamerica.com and get this show linked. We're here to make a difference. And we end every show with a quote from a famous civil rights leader, and today that would be Miss Helen Keller, who said, One can never consent to creep when one feels the compulsion to soar. Isn't that the truth? Absolutely. This is Joyce Bender, America's Voice, where disability matters at voiceamerica.com. Talk to you next week. Voice America would like to thank you for tuning in. Please join us next Tuesday at 11 a.m. Pacific Time for another installment of Disability Matters right here on the Internet Leader and Talk Radio, voiceamerica.com.